What's up, y'all? This is the Relationships and Chill Podcast, and in today's episode, episode number 28, Getting Over Past Relationship Failures. We're going to be talking about what you can learn from past, quote-unquote, failures, what you can take out of them moving forward into the future so that you don't repeat the same cycles and habits again and again and again. So please make sure you stay tuned to the very end where I got a very special announcement. Stay tuned. Peace. You're listening to Relationships and Chill, the podcast for singles and couples about how to find and cultivate the relationship you've always dreamed of based on trust and honest communication. Why waste your time going through the typical dating obstacle course only to end up with drama, jealousy, and heartbreak when you can find the love of your life and live happily ever after? So sit back, chill, and get ready to make relationships great again. Greetings, everyone. Greetings. Welcome to another edition of the Relationships and Chill podcast. And I am your gracious host, Coach R. Anthony. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about getting over past relationship failures. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed your holiday weekend. Um, well, Thursday, Friday, Black Friday, and then today is Cyber Monday. I hope you guys enjoyed spending all that moolah, and uh, I hope you don't feel like a failure because of that. But anyway, um, I think this is a very important subject to talk about because, you know, I run across a lot of people who um, tend to repeat the same issues that they're running into, and I've kind of noticed a pattern um as it relates to people when it comes to moving forward into just in life in general but specifically in in relationships just moving forward forward in relationships they tend to take on the things that they have experienced before they tend to take on the uh encapsulation of the things that they've experienced before so it may not necessarily be that they they remember or are repeating the same exact uh, cycle or the same exact experience in, in relationships. But it could be just those parts that were encapsulated. Like you you may notice if uh, a woman has been in an abusive relationships, um, she has a greater likelihood of being in the, the that the next relationship is an abusive relationship. But what about her is drawing these abusive men um, to her? What about her as opposed to another woman who has never been in, a, in an abusive relationship? She's never had those types of altercations. Um, and you have another woman who, you know, who, who just, uh, you know, runs into the same or same issues over and over in her her own specific relationships. Not that she runs into the same problems as the other two examples of women, but she runs into her own issues. And, and men, too. You know, men, we have... Um, I know for me, I really, um, I really, I think, and I hate to keep, you know, whenever I'm talking about me, it, it may sound like I'm kind of unique and special or different or whatever, but and I don't think, I don't think that's the case per se. I think what it is, is like my perspective on dating started a very long time ago, specifically when I was really a lot younger, I could not talk to women at all i was like so shy 
I couldn't I couldn't say I couldn't walk up to him and say anything. Now, if they were in like a class or something that I took, I could talk to him about, you know, goofy stuff or stuff relating to class. But if there was nothing um, kind of to adapt myself to, then it, and, and it was just straight up me. Then, yeah, I, I wouldn't say anything. I would just like keep it moving. And that really that really went with me for a very long time. Um, and I, I and I don't know why specifically I know specifically why I, my mentality, but I don't know why, you know, um, later on in life, I still kind of had the same thing. I think it was just at that point, just a matter of habit. But um, I remember my stepdad would always tell me he would always tell me that, you know, don't only f- stay focused on your books and sports because you know he had a situation with one of my um one of his brothers that was a really really good um runner and he was going to try out for the olympics and um you know a young lady accused him of rape and by the time everything got cleared up to where he actually didn't rape the young lady and they found out and everything was cleared, um, he ended up losing everything, like all the scholarships and everything like that, because by the time everything got cleared up, it had passed that time, and I think he ended up getting injured anyway. So, you know, um, so my my stepdad took that and was like, only focus on this. Don't worry about females. Don't worry about none of that stuff, because they have, a lot of them have the don't have the best intentions for you. So in the back of my mind, I associated you know, failure or, you know, the ability to lose everything because of what a woman could do to you. And it wasn't until later, you know, when I actually came back and started hanging around my dad and my brothers and my uncles and all that kind of stuff where I started to kind of remove that way of thinking. But that was that was what I had, you know, taken from that particular time of my life and and I was so shy, but I think in the back of my mind, that was my mentality. So I'm getting back to the to the original point. But that was my original mentality, like, okay, that could potentially happen and everything I'm working on, I'm trying to go to the NBA, you know, I'm trying to do all these different things. And, um, you know, I don't want any kind of potential risks to be involved in, in messing that up. So I wouldn't talk to women. And eventually it just became, you know, second nature and and habit up until a certain point. Like I said, when I got when I started hanging around my uncles and my dad and I said, okay, it's not all that bad. You know, uh, these women love these particular guys and, you know, they ain't had no problems. And, you know, just having a different collection of experiences kind of helped me to get out of that mentality. So ultimately at at a point in this particular conversation, this episode, you know, the main point it got you that I want you guys to think about is, is when you are going through times of your life where you are experiencing uh, failure after failure in relationship after relationship, sometimes it's good to take a different perspective, even if it's a horrible perspective that gets you out of your current perspective. And I noticed that a lot of people will gravitate towards negative news, gossip, um, spilling that, spilling the tea, and all that kind of stuff. Um, to, to, but you have to be careful with that. It should only be a temporary thing. If not, people get trapped in that, and tea and gossip and all that stuff becomes their new 
uh, coping mechanism to say, well, at least I don't have that. It becomes their new drug. So you can look at the failures of others and say, well, at least I'm not failing like that. But then that keeps you in the failure holding pattern that keeps you failing uh, in a whole different way. And it, matter of fact, the way you were failing is just one way. Now you got 15 other ways of failing in a relationship because now you're taking on different perspectives on how to fail at relationships. So that's you got to be kind of careful with gossip and, and, and blog sites that, that promote negative information about relationships, about life, about people, because we have the perplexity as humans um, to gravitate towards information that feeds a certain part of our life because, you know, out of our in our mind, what flows into our mind, our hearts, our internals is what dictates what happens in our life going forward. So when you look back over your past relationships and past things, um, if you only look at the negative, well, first of all, you're in a negative uh, space mentally and um, you're gravitating towards something that feeds that particular area of who you are. So the more you focus on the negative, the more the negative appears in your life, the more the negative expands in your own personal life. So it's very important to make sure you keep stock of how much it's like, you know what it's like? It's like desserts. It's like mental desserts. You know, if you only eat mental desserts, you will gain a lot, a lot of weight. You know what I mean? I understand, you know, sometimes, okay, I can go, you know, you can go and look at that kind of stuff. But but don't make it too much of a habit and definitely look at it from a different perspective, meaning that if you are going to look at that kind of stuff, the negative gossipy stuff, look at it as a as what you need to learn to not do. But then also don't just stop at what you don't need to do or should not do place your focus on what you should do so now that you're going out of that space of looking at blogs and stuff like that now what are we going to look at that actually promotes what i want because we know what we don't want so we're, we're trying to create a balance now actually we're going to create more of a balance of what i want as opposed to more of what i don't want by focusing more on the things that are progressive or progressing me towards the ideal goal that i uh, see myself having which is a relationship that does not fail so if i'm looking at constantly relationships that are failing then monkey see monkey do so to speak and it pulls me towards that direction you know how when you're driving and um you know you look at you looking at an accident off to the to the side and you're looking off to your left and next thing you know you veering off and starting to swerve over to the left because you're so focused and your your view is only um projecting towards the, the the energy or the accident or whatever the issue is your attention is going there so guess what your energy is flowing that way your body is flowing that way everything is moving you in that direction so it's important to make sure you are aware of what you're focus focusing in on so that that way you don't steer towards the wrong direction when you're trying to go to a different destination so that's the first thing that you you know that i want to advise you on and and you know, getting over past relationships because we, we get so down on ourselves for things that we believe that we had no control over. And it's because the desire and expectations that we've created in our minds are the, the, the expectations that we had at a particular time. And we still kind of have those those things. And 
just by having those expectations and that similar mentality makes you feel a level of regret towards something that you allegedly didn't have any control over. But I want to challenge you to think that maybe you did have or you do have more control over things than you actually believe that you do. Um, Like I said, whatever we decide to focus in on will now determine the direction that we go moving forward. Like I said, it's just like driving. You focus on something that's not in front of you or somewhere else. That's why they say don't text and drive because you're not. It's not even that you swerve. It's just that you're not aware of what's going on ahead of you. Um, It's not that you go to the left or to the right. It's just what is coming up you're not aware of. So, you know, if you're focusing on the left or to the right, you'll begin to swerve in that direction. So it's very important that you uh, take that you are aware of the responsibility that you have over the direction that you are moving towards in your life. Um, You are the car. Your soul is the car of your life. Your mind, your thoughts are the car of your life. So the way you're moving and the things that you paying that you are paying attention to moves you in that direction. A lot of people are driving in reverse because they're so focused on what has happened in the past, the, the things that that they have experienced in the past brings a level of resentment, a level of regret, a, le, a level of regret, a, lot, a level of, uh, you know, unforgiveness, a level of um, actually a lot of hatred, a lot of a lot of, you know, women feel that their time is being wasted and then women get with other women to validate um the beliefs that they are creating based on the similar experiences. But if you really look at it, a lot of people, a lot of women specifically are focusing on the same type of information, which is gossip, tea, you know, whatever you want to call it nowadays. Um, But, you know, and I'm not saying men don't either because men, what we don't do is focus on that stuff. We focus on everything else, sports, business, work, you know what I'm saying? Stuff that don't really make a difference. Um, sports don't make a difference because it's going to be the same crap every year. It's going to be the same teams that it was last year, and they're going to be competing for something, some kind of um, trophy that they're going to have to eventually compete for next year. And they're making a killing while you just sitting at home drinking a beer and arguing with whoever it is about the score. That's not progressive. You're not doing anything for those hours um, every week that is progressing you towards uh, the the idea that you want to have happen in the future. So I think it's important. Um, you know, I think it's important. And I'm going to give you a couple of things that you can do to get over the past. I already gave you one, um, you know, take different perspectives, but make sure you take predominantly the perspective of the direction that you want to go. Not the not the predominant thing that validates what you already know or already feel, because we tend to do that as humans. We go where information that benefits us, that 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 confirms us how we should feel. And that does not progress you either. That does not move you forward in a better direction. It keeps you stagnated to only wait for the next situation that puts you in the same predicament. It's the same thing with men and the same thing with women. Women focus on 
ain't gonna say all, but most women focus on gossip, and I ain't gonna say all men focus focus on sports because it ain't true. But most men predominantly focus on sports and and drinking and hanging out and doing stuff that just or chasing women or whatever. And it's the same. At the end of the day, they both are in the same. You you know you both end up in the same boat, not progressing towards anything because you're creating creating a habit of doing things that don't progress you. You're creating a habit of focusing in on things that are at the moment exciting, but when you look over your life 10, 20 years later, all you did was watch games and, you know, do what everybody else is doing. And at the end of the day, you know, people have the same results because they're doing the same thing. So, you know, the statistics don't lie. That's why they have statistics because the similarities in people is what creates the end result. So they're able to take an average of what the end result is going to be and say, well, this many people are going to end up in divorce. This many people are going to do this. Why? Because nobody is progressing. Everybody is focusing in on the same things. Um, so what I ended up doing was I started learning about relationships and I'm getting back to what I was originally about to say. Um, I started learning more about myself and learning more about relationships in general. And I learned that I didn't want to have the same, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be a quote unquote statistic. I didn't want to experience the same things that everybody else would experience. So I determined in my mind and in my heart that I was going to have the best relationship that I knew of. And I was going to be with the person that I'm going to be with that I'm with currently for the rest of my life. And that was my objective. Now, did I go out and have fun and have a blast? Oh man, listen, you bet your bottom dollar. I went out and had me a blast. I had a great time. I finagled with the best of them, but you know what? At the end of the day, I didn't, I didn't want to put any, um, I didn't want to lead anybody in the wrong direction. You know, I didn't want to let, women lead women on and make them think it was going to be more than what was initially um offered like this is what we doing so this is what we going to do i don't think it's going to go past this but let's enjoy the moment let's um let's add to each other the benefits that you know you want and i want and that was the mutual that was the relationship um and i think you know a lot of people just have these expectations without the understanding that this is what we're doing. So in, people end up getting hurt and it becomes a, a quote unquote, well, it becomes another failure to add to the relationship, you know? And I, and honestly, I don't think, I don't think there are, there are relationship failures unless you consider them to be failures because how you view things will begin to shape you know, like I said, your reality, it begins to shape your life. It begins to take on a form in, in your life. And that's what kind of di dictates the next move or the next situation that you find yourself in. Um, if you allow it to take root and take shape as a failure, then you will kind of place yourself under the umbrella of failure failures. Not saying that, you, you know, people who have been in a string of failed relationships didn't find somebody who, um, who had 
you know, who who they could be with in a relationship, in a, in a healthy relationship. Not saying that that doesn't happen, but that's the exception rather than the rule. That that usually doesn't happen. Um, you know, and if it does happen, there there might be a lot of dysfunction behind the scenes, and they are putting on for, you know, the people that are that are that they come in contact with, and even putting on for each other because they're not really knowing who each other is they're only keeping up with the perception and as long as they stay in their roles they can have a whole separate life but as long as they stay in the role of being a quote-unquote good husband or a quote-unquote good wife and continue to do what they do it on the side or behind the back or not you know what i'm saying and you know they never really um have a real relationship they're only they only have the shell of a real relationship but the depth of it is not there you could look at them and tell, you know, they just kind of together, even though they may seem like they're together. So that happens. Like I said, it happens where people can get into these seemingly good relationships and it doesn't end up that way. And they're, and that's how you and the way you can tell is when they get older, especially if they last long, they are literally just roommates um, after a certain point. They're literally just together just to be together or they don't want to get a divorce because it costs too much or whatever the case may be. They end up not having the type of relationship um, that I wanted. So I was like, I got to create. I want these are the things that I want and I ain't going to stop until I get them, you know, but I didn't allow anything to be considered a failure. I uh, actually said, you know, anything that I want, uh, even the most recent kind of, I guess, relationship before my wife um where i felt kind of distraught about i turned that into an understanding about myself like i really i i really learned <laughs> this is correct i really learned because up until that time man, i was living i was living like like a mate like i was living the life you know what i'm saying i had a lot of women and um i had a blast and then i started to slow down a lot um kind of right before this previous situation and what i learned about myself is i I really am a lover loving guy i really am a good man like i really um i really care if i'm with somebody if i if i allow myself to be with someone i really honestly do care but i was caring for all the you know for good 92 percent of the women that i was with i cared about their well-being and how they were um, I really did care. I just didn't want to be more than what we were at that time, which was maybe just a sexual thing or we were just literally like just cool, not really even sexual. But I really did care about what they thought about things, how they went, you know, and to share information that I had that might be beneficial to them. That's always been consistent and concurrent for, a, you know, for a very, very long time, as long as I have come to like more of a self-awareness. And so you really don't you really don't fail unless you consider it a failure and all the guilt and the shame and all that stuff that comes with that doesn't just just lay there dormant um, in that relationship. It moves forward uh, into the next relationships and you kind of develop a habit of being a failure in relationships. So a lot of people, specifically women in this case, get to the point where they just become very callous and say, well, I don't need no man. I'm an independent woman. And, you know, all these different 
kind of things that women have to make up. I'm a strong woman. I'm a strong, independent woman. Um, and I don't need a man for nothing. And a lot of that comes from uh, what they deem as relationship failures or men just not being no good and all that kind of stuff. So they create, you know, they they create their buffer to protect themselves from having to actually experience and feel the pain of being hurt. Men just kind of go through numb anyway because we are socialized to just say, okay, I'm out here in these streets. I ain't going to be nothing. Um, and so whatever I got to do to get this woman to do what I need her to do, I'm going to do it. But it comes back in such a in such a way, man, that, you know, men, we, we it comes back in a way for men in so many different areas because you, the purpose that you were designed for, it corrodes it starts to corrode and at the point where you're ready to realize and come to grips with your purpose, it's really too late. You've kind of you've kind of wasted the majority of that good time focusing in on what you can get from women or chasing women. And it's a really sad thing because you have a lot of older men who have nothing to show for all the t- all the women they've been with. All they can say is I've been with a lot of women. And I know I was heading down that direction. I can still kind of say it, but I kind of can say that I'm in my purpose, too. You know what I mean? Like, I can say I'm in my purpose, even though if I would have started doing this stuff earlier, I would have been further ahead. So it does come back to men in that way. So for women who feel like, well, men don't get, you know, nothing out of it. The most the most the worst thing that can happen to a man is to lose out on his purpose. That's the most important thing when a man finally realizes his purpose and not just a purpose for being a man, but his purpose for being a husband, his purpose for being a father, his purpose for being. And then that creates a failure domino. You know, you you failed at being a man then you failed at being a husband and you failed at being a father. So in those areas, you've lost out on being on actually progressing in life because the better man you are the better husband you'll be and the better father you'll be so the things that come with being better or being perceived as good or being good outweighs the things that you get just from the pleasure that you got when you were younger because it's it's literally a waste of time it's literally meaning meaningless um, so but it, it but it's only by definition for for women specifically that you feel as though you failed when in reality you don't really fail until now this is your Achilles heel to where you believe that you have to do this what men do in order to feel a sense of, of dominance or a sense of power to feel callous and to feel as though nothing hurts. But in reality, You may get the benefits of being a great mother and and being a good woman and all that stuff, but you don't get the benefits of being a great wife or a good wife, because at the end of the day, that's another facet of life that adds to the to the to the collection or to the fullness of life. So, you, you know, just because you say you don't want it does not mean it's not valuable. It does not mean that it's not worthwhile having. So don't lie to yourself and say that you don't want something when in reality you do. You just have to 
develop certain skills and certain awarenesses that put you in the best position to where you can experience that particular part of your life. And while you're experiencing it, you're experiencing it to the best of your abilities. And that's what I did. I said, I'm going to be the best single man that I could be. And when I get married, I'm going to be the best husband that I can be. And that's been my perspective for a very long time. And so, but I never want to take anything negative and place it within my life and say, I own this. I failed at this. I never want to say that in the sense that when it, when it, when it actually involves another person, I can say that I failed at my part of the relationship, you know, or at my part of being a man. But a lot of that is I didn't have the awareness that I have now. If I had the awareness that I had at 19 or 18, I wouldn't have treated women or this particular woman or that particular woman a certain kind of way because I would have had more of an awareness. But I did not have that awareness. So I listen, I forgive myself. Please forgive me. I've, I've even reached out to women around that time and, and asked them to forgive me. I really have. Because I know the power of forgiveness because it's not really about me. Uh, per se but it is about me it's it's about both of us so i've reached out to them particularly specifically to get some sense of relief and let them know that hey listen i didn't know what i know now so now that i know what i know now i have to move differently i have to operate differently i have to carry myself differently if i want different results so the, the 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 key thing to take away here is what are you learning in the process what have you learned about yourself what did you learn in that quote unquote failure what you know what um what did you under, what do you understand more about yourself that you didn't understand now you know you can't if you're looking at it as a failure then you won't take the lessons that that need to go with it in the proper way you know i look at i look at them like timestamps for learning and understanding who I am and who I was becoming at that time. Um, and, you know, failure with one person doesn't necessarily constitute failure with another person. So that's why I say that. Now, if I'm playing basketball or playing cards or something, I can look at, well, I should have done this and I should have done that. But it's so different with people that every situation is unique. Every situation is different. Of course, we know the basics. Don't lie, don't cheat, don't steal and all that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of gray areas as it relates to how we are supposed to interact with people because we don't know what place they'll play in our lives. So I think it's very important. One of the um, best quotes I heard uh, was by William Churchill. He said that success is the ability to withstand failure after failure and still maintain enthusiasm. So I think that's a very good um, quote, you know, um, to, to kind of lead, to kind of leave this thing off with and um you know and and to think about you know because success is the ultimate goal failure is not the ultimate goal so that's why i say failure is you know that's why i say that you know you 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 want to take the successes you don't want to take the failures because failures are not the goal the goal in life is not to be a failure the goal in life is to succeed so if you are only focusing in on the failures, then you are creating and allowing more failures to come into your life. Whereas if you take the successes and you look at the, the failures, not saying that you take them, but you take the successes, you look at the failures and say, what can I do better? Not that I own them, but what can I do better in these areas that I did not succeed in? 
because I want to succeed. That is the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is for me to progress and to succeed in these areas. And that, my friends, is called perfection. Don't let nobody lie to you and say that um, perfection is not obtainable because perfection is absolutely obtainable in layers, in levels. You perfect one level and you move on to the next. And when you look up the word perfection, it means to complete. It means to complete certain areas. You cannot complete the you cannot move to the second grade until you become perfected in the first grade. That means you have a passing grade. You are complete in the information that you need to obtain in that particular on that particular level. That's how you move to the next. You cannot move to the next level without perfection. The scripture says it like this. Be ye perfect, even as I am perfect, meaning be matured, be complete, be fulfilled in, in areas as he is, he is the creator. Now, that may sound like a lofty aim and a lofty goal, but I truly believe it. Perfection is absolutely obtainable. It's just in stages. What stage are you on now that you need to perfect? What do you need to work now, work on now that moves you to the level to where you can move on to the next and to the next and to the next and to the next? So in that way, you are becoming more perfect. Um and you are perfecting certain areas and perfecting certain levels, meaning you are completing, you are maturing, you are you are manifesting certain things in certain areas of your life that wasn't there before. And that, my friends, is perfection. So um, moving forward, I would suggest just taking a look at the things that have have you that you have experienced, like I said, the successes and and, and really reveling in those and getting the feeling of what it feels like to be a success and have a successful relationship because just because you you have a successful perfect relationship does not mean you don't have flaws um a vvs and a vs and all these different uh clarities of diamonds are perfect for you in your budget in your range in your price range one ring might be perfect for you but another ring for another person might be perfect for them the perfect ring for one woman is not the perfect ring for another woman so you got to define your life on your terms what perfection means to you what does it look like to you just because it's not flawless does not mean that it's not perfect so Keep that in mind as you're moving forward. You will have flaws and that's okay. But work to, you know, it's like you are the diamond that has flaws. And the more you put inclusions and everything into your own mind, meaning gossip or sports or mindless activities, you are creating more flaws into your your diamond. But the more you th that you can remove by focusing in on the good things, progressing, becoming better and, you know, um, just really focusing in on becoming the best person that you can be. And that's how you become flawless or flawlesser, I guess. <laughs> I guess the term I want to use, you can become less, you can become more flawless as time goes on and you can become more perfect as time goes on for the person that you are, are, are wanting to have or the person that you have already. You become more perfect for each other as you progress through your relationship and through your life. So I think it's very important to focus on those those few things. And um, that's today's episode. I want you guys uh, to check out. I have um, my relationship. Well, my guide for women. Um, 19 traits uh, for hus husband material. It's called husband material. 19 traits um, of the ideal candidate. And it'll be out very soon. It's going. It, it is amazing. I have finished it. 
So if you're listening to this after, you know, however long, who knows how long into the future this this you will hear this. But it should be out by the time you hear it, if you hear it in the next year. And uh, it, I t- I'm going to tell you, ladies, it's a game changer for you because what it does is it puts you in a different level of awareness. It makes you um, it makes you more aware of the power that you have as a woman or as a human, as a spiritual being to attract and to repel exactly what you want. But if you do not have an idea of what you want or it's very vague what you want. It's going to be harder to get something, a moving target. It's going to be harder to hit a moving target. But when you have a target, when you have an ideal an idea of what you're looking for, you know who you need to become in order to obtain the thing that you're looking for. So you become what you want to attract. You don't just attract things. You become the person who naturally attracts these characteristics and this type of person. So that's what this guide is is geared to do. It's geared to help you uh, ladies out. Uh, men, I will have the same thing, but a man version of it um, because I, I, that's probably going to be even better for me to write. I can write both, obviously, because I'm writing both. But from a man's perspective, because your job as a man for the guys out there is, is I would say, more important. As the leader, not more important in the sense that is that her that a woman's is less important, but I would say is more pre preeminent because if a man is is not in place, the the relationship will be out of place, the family will be out of place, and everything else will be out of place. Um, because that's that's kind of that's kind of what we're missing now is is the man. You know, there's no men standing up and and being in in the right position to hold a family uh, down and hold a family in position to progress. Because ultimately, we are the bridge to the next phase of life. You know, uh, once the kids go over, the wife goes over, then we come at the tail end, you know, to make sure that everything's safe. But if we're not in position, if we're not in our right um, state our right mentality, then, you know, we're going to continue to have the same problems that we're having and not to be on no sexist stuff. But realistically, if you think about it and if you're honest with yourself, ladies, it's true. You know, the men are off. At least the expectation of what men should be or used to be is off. Something's wrong. Um, And I'm not saying that there are no good men out there. There's plenty of good men out there. Um, But most don't know how to how to express and how to make women understand and see what they have to offer in their own unique way because a lot of women have this idea of how a man should be but men have progressed from your ideology of what men should be so now it's time to express those new ideologies that a man has that men have evolved to or moved to as women start to move towards what they believe a man should be and start taking on those characteristics. So anyway, long story short, uh, those guides will be out very soon. I'm hoping by the beginning of the year, um, definitely, definitely by February, by Valentine's day, I would say definitely by then. So um, the website will be up very soon. Also working on blogs for that because I got to at least put up quite a few blogs in order for it to make sense. 
So I was just going to do a straight website, but I don't want that. I don't want no just straight website. I want a blog site where you can come and get information. You can come and get whatever it is. This is episode 28. My goodness, we are moving and grooving. And on episode 30, we'll be taking a break. You know what I'm saying? We're going to take about a month long break. And we're going to be coming back with some some amazing guests and, a, and an amazing kind of new format where I won't be just the, the center of it all. But I want to I wanted to establish a base with you guys um, so that when I do bring on these guests, you'll be able to see the difference. You'll be able to see why I did this, um, because there's a lot of information out there, but you'll be able to compare it to everything that I'm that I've been teaching and talking about. Up until this point, you'll be able to see the difference. You'll be able to see why I am very adamant about doing it the way that I'm doing it. I'm not just doing this for no reason. Um, and I'm not just posting me just talking all the time for no reason. And me and Coach Christina Lynn. I got to get Coach Christina Lynn been, been working. I'm telling you, I've been trying to get her back on the show, but she has been working. Same thing with Coach Cannon. Shout out to them. Uh, shout out to my wife, Coach Elulu. Um, I love you, baby. But anyway, that's been today's episode. It's been real. It's been good. It's been real good. You guys take it easy. Peace. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Chill. For more information on cultivating the relationship of your dreams, please follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Relationships and Chill or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Relationships and Chill TV. You can also visit our website at www.relationshipsandchill.com. Together, let's make relationships great again.